Oh, boy. It's been too long, my friend. It has been too long. too long. Been too long. I miss it. Now, something completely different. This is Shug Jordan, coach of the Auburn Tigers. Say what? No, 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 no. It's pronounced Jaden. Yes, yes, yes. This is Shug Jaden, football coach of the Auburn Tigers. Ooh, just gets you going every time, doesn't it? It's pronounced Jordan. Jeremy Henderson with the word reader. Rich Perkins, a ride to Jeep.com. Rich and Jeremy in the morning on Wings 94.3. That's where you can hear us Monday through Friday, 6 to 9 a.m. Central Time. And at wingsfm.com as well if you would like to stream our radio program and uh, catch more episodes of uh, what you're listening to right now. It's pronounced Jordan. One of uh, This is the impetus of all that is us, Jeremy, you and I. Impetai. Yep. This is it. This is how it began. This is how it all began. So we're going back to our roots, my friend. What do we, what do you have on the docket for us today? For Sweet conception. <laughs> my lord, do I need do, do I need a prophylactic? What are you, what are you talking Rich, about? Rich, when a man, <laughs> I don't feel comfortable. I'm going to tell you what we're going to be talking I about don't today. Feel comfortable going there. Well, you know, frankly, you know, all the thing I just said, uh, actually, it could be an uncomfortable topic for today. Uh oh. Well, not an oil. I'd be a very, actually, pretty dang comfortable topic, uh, depending on how you look at it. Okay. Uncomfortable for some, uh, very comfortable for Coach Pat Dye, at least in the moment. Oh, really? I think you know where I'm going. Yes, Rich. This month marks the 10th anniversary of the release of what I feel is the greatest sports nay <laughs> human human interest, interest story. story of our time. If not all time, you have the gospel of Christ. You have Pat Dye's pants <laughs> in that order being lost in a lake, being found in a lake. That's right, the so story. This, so this, this, this story broke 10 years ago that Pat Dye's pants were found in Lake Martin. Yes. In 2007 is when they were found December of 2007. Now I have tracked down. A lady. Now I'm I'm writing a big story on this for the of, War of the Reader. Well, of now course. I've been working on it for a while. And it's going to be another book. It's, I'm it's sure. Do it's due. It it deserves as much. Absolutely. You don't want to. You don't want to half-ass this thing. Yeah. You no. got to. You got to full current, ass it. Current working <laughs> title. I love this. The current working title is um, "Meditations on Pat Dye's Pants," or "How I Met Shannon McDuffie," an essay in human understanding. The Jeremy Anderson story based on the based novel on Bush, Bush by, by Sapphire. Sapphire. Working title. <laughs> I haven't contacted Sapphire yet also, to discuss royalties. Insp- movie inspired by the Seven Samurai by Kurosawa. If you're listening and if you are good with video <laughs> and would want to make maybe like a, just a mock up trailer sure. for the story of Pat Dye's pants being found. Oh. But that's what I'm trying to get at. I think through talking with Shannon. Yes. The young lady who we're about the same age. She's a year younger. And she found she actually found the pants. Yeah. yeah. Talking with her, talking with some others. I have, I think I have narrowed it down 
to what happened, the grand mystery of it all. Because the story, this needs to be a thirty. It came for 30. out exactly. Thank you. It came out in Lake Martin Magazine in two thousand eight, the summer of two thousand eight, and it took a while because another magazine up there actually passed on this story. What? What kind of insanity? They were literally doing a story. Lake Martin Living was doing a story on things that people had found in the lake during this drought. Yes, the the whole the context of this was this like hundred year drought. That we were going through in Alabama. You might remember this. I kind of started doing some stuff. And I remember it. Lake Martin was like a freaking puddle at the time. We had like 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 Dadeville and I Alex do remember, City. It was very, very low. I yeah. do remember this. I mean, we were like, you know, stealing water from Georgia. They I was were stealing working, water from us. Yeah, I was doing a... Uh, I Cats, was, dogs. I was working uh, for a company that had an event, uh, an annual event up there. And we almost had to cancel the event because the lake was so low. Right. It was really yeah. bad. You could see the Christmas tree skeletons and all that jazz. And uh, like it was really, really low. So you had a lot of lake combers. Out there just going around looking for bottles and stuff. People like Shannon McDuffie of Dadeville. Okay. She was a young lady at the time. And she's out there. She's uh, looking around for Coke bottles. She collected Coke bottles. Who doesn't? Sure. And she looks down. She sees this kind of lump in the mud that looked abnormal, looked unnatural. Little did she know how natural it was, Ooh. at least for one all, Coach Pat Dye. All natural. All natural. That's what I'm will. talking about. Right, so she reaches down and she pulls it up, and it's these golf pants, plaid golf pants. Oh my lord! With the crease in them. This was a a, a detail of the story. I think that was uh, when it came out in the magazine, and it kind of went viral a little bit, understandably. Sure. Uh, that was I think left out or not fully appreciated. They weren't just like in a clump; they were folded, <laughs> <laughs> like they had been in the water, had gone down to the bottom. Like in a the muddy depth, in a folded state. Folded. This wasn't like kicked off and tossed overboard. No, they in weren't a moment of, No, in a moment of passion. <laughs> it still could have been passionate. Yeah, but to take the time to fold your britches before before you <laughs> well, lay he's them. A classy guy. Before you lay them over the bulkhead. I mean, come on. <laughs> britches. <laughs> she reaches out. Please tell me the crease was in them. Please tell me they were sans belt. Oh, they had to be. They had to be. They were plaid. They had to be Sansa Belt. I mean, you know, they, Sansa Belt had the... Probably the, had the sewn increase the, to begin with. <laughs> right. They, they had cornered the market on these things. <laughs> on coach's pants. And, yeah. uh, and so they. she also, she, she, she looks at, she reaches in the pocket, finds a wallet. No. Right? She looks at the wallet. I, I still can't get over this story. She, she, she's looking through the wallet and she sees Patrick Fane Die is this man's uh, driver's license. She sees credit cards. She sees gas cards. She sees some sort of Auburn University ID. Now, Shannon, an Alabama native, football fan in general, not some sort of hardcore, a Bama fan, no less. God is a mad scientist. You know what I mean? And <laughs> what a sense of humor. sense of humor. And she thinks the name kind of sounds familiar, but she can't quite place it, right? <laughs> so she walks back. But in all fairness, because it's Patrick Fane, Fane Die, not Coach it Pat it wasn't, Dye. Right. It wasn't Auburn football coach Pat Die. It was Patrick Fane Die. Now, I would have put, you see the Auburn thing. I think I would have sure. been. She walks back. Her in-laws are in town. They, she shows them the wallet. Isn't this crazy? She had dropped the pants, Rich. She hadn't actually taken the pants. She shows them the wallet. They're like, that's freaking Pat Die. Auburn coach. Oh, that's why. I know. You better go back and get them pants. Yeah. She goes back, gets picks up the britches. 
notices Toyota car keys in the pocket. No. That she hadn't noticed before. They weren't Kia Sorrentos? No, at the time, they were not (laughs) Kia Sorrentos. I don't think, I'm not sure Kia existed as a car company. I love what you do for me, Toyota. (laughs) (laughs) That's how it went. Um, (laughs) so, So we have to realize here, now the great part of the story for me was that the man not only lost his pants, his wallet, his his car, car keys. keys. Now, as one who's lost his car keys, Here's I know what that's a, like. What's amazing is that nobody, like, he kept that quiet. Yeah, 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 yeah. He had to get things replaced. He had to get credit cards canceled. Somebody he had, had to, get, to come pick him up. Exactly. He had to get a ride somewhere. Holy cow. And, of cow. course, so when this came forward, so she put the story to the magazine. And the he magazine had to get from it. the boat to some vehicle. Yeah. Sans pants. Yeah, sans a belt, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Right? And <laughs> I can see where this would be uncomfortable. Well, for him, you know, for, at least for a was, fleeting moment, it was very nice. Maybe he was just swimming. Skinny dipping. I wonder if he, I wonder if he tr- changed into a pair of, uh, like, a bathing suit in the, in the boat. No, he's a nude man. <laughs> in your mind, in your world, in this fantasy that you've created... <laughs> He's There's just no, buck naked. Yeah, no, you don't just buck naked because you would have the you would have the swimsuit on out in the lake. You know what I mean? If you're on a boat or sure. something like that, because it was decently far have we out. Figured out why in the world? Well, so this is where I'm. This is okay. where I'm, I'm getting right. to. So there's the big secret. So she returns the pants to him, and they turn it into a photo op and all this jazz. He then, in turn, auctions them off at the Blue Jeans Ball, gets them framed in a shadow box, does this whole thing, the card, everything. They are sold for $8,000. Holy moly. Money goes to the nursing program. Guy buys them. I talked to the guy who bought them named Matt. Uh, He still has them on display. Uh, so I've been, to me, the story was like, what in the world was happening? Cause the dates of the cards, like when was this and everything, it's pretty much been narrowed down that this was in the 1983, 1984 corridor. You likely the, given the fact that you're on the lake and some of the cards, there was a 1983, 1984 ID card on there, a hotel discount card or something, uh, likely the summer ish of 84. Right. So I start doing a little digging. What would Pat die? I get you know Lake Martin Pat die. You know sure. all these Auburn coaches. Long story short, the best I can tell after talking with a guy who was at this event, Pat Dye had a golf tournament every summer up oh. at Lake Martin. Some sort of Pat Dye Invitational type. So deal, he right? was just hot after playing a round of golf. Guess went who out was, on a boat? Yeah, went skinny dipping. Guess who was there at who this was, Pat Dye was at this, at this Pat, this year? Tell us, Jolton Joe. DiMaggio. DiMaggio. <laughs> Holy cow. Had come down to be at the tournament somehow. You are kidding I me. I have seen a picture of Jim Fife and Joe DiMaggio, and Joe DiMaggio was wearing a uh, a baseball, like an Auburn baseball hat, and I've been like, what? Where, what? What's the context of this? This was it, right? This, this, He comes down for the tournament. Now, these were these things Bama would hold them to, sure. Ray Perkins and everything. It was something you could not do today. It was basically a meet and greet for, like, the press, Right, they invited reporters, the Philip Marshalls, the Skarbinskis, the Feinbaum, right. whatever. It would come and hang out at Lake Martin on Pat Dye's dime. He would talk to him, talk about the season, talk about this Heisman Trophy candidate. Now you got to realize this is coming off '83, should be in my mind is national championship season. Right, he's got a Heisman Trophy candidate, right? You know, waiting in the backfield. Uh, we were number one going into '84. Right, we're going to be playing Miami in the first game. This is peak die. 
This is arguably is so. My this, lead for the story was going to be uh, because Pat or when Pat Dye was on top of the world, his pants were at the bottom of a lake, or maybe because Pat Dye was on top of the football world, his pants were at the bottom of the lake. Right. So there's a quote. I talked to a guy, the Plainsman sports editor, who at the time was, uh, you know, the Plainsman sports editor at the time, who actually went to this thing, right? And so I looked at the story that he wrote for this thing, and the last quote is from Dye saying something to the effect of like. I'm just really hoping uh, we're all going to end the weekend having a really great time or something like that. Or my goal is to make this weekend a great time for everyone. Well, well, Rich, apparently best I can tell, he mission, really freaking did. Mission accomplished. That's all I can say. Now, so stay tuned for the story. There's going to be some more fun details. There's going to be great. TheWarriorReader.com. And uh, so I'm hoping to post this this week or at least next week. And uh, but there's a there's I mean, there's a little I tease for you. I absolutely love it. The the fact that the Toyota car keys I I missed that little detail for some reason that detail is sticking with me. That, yeah. that's just amazing. I mean, I, the, the, I would have dropped dead. The whole thing. I would have blacked out, and they would have the found my thing. corpse twenty years later, clutching Pat Dye's pants. <laughs> Now, that would have made a true crime novel, my friend. You're not kidding. It's pronounced Jordan. Jeremy Henderson, Bridge Perkins. Hey, y'all. Have a great day.